everybody. Welcome back. It's BAMFCAST Extra, episode 152. Wow. Yep. Numbers. I'm Chuck. Yeah, I'm Harlow. <laughs> We're back. Those numbers just keep going up. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's probably cold where you are. Uh, yes, unless you're in the Southern Hemisphere. Right. Um, or here, because it's like 70-something degrees right y- now. Yeah. But more than likely, you're probably someplace that winter exists. Okay. And so to honor that, uh-huh. we decided to watch 2019's Cold Pursuit. Uh, yep, we sure did. Yeah. Uh, if you have not seen this film, the thought in your head is that this is the Liam Neeson kills people with a snowplow movie. Mm-hmm. It ain't that. No. <laughs> no, it's most definitely not that. It ain't that at all. Not until the very <laughs> last 10 seconds of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's... It, Where technically someone dies because of a snowplow. Do they, though? Did somebody die because of a snowplow? Parachute man flew right into oh, the snowplow. right, 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 right. <laughs> that is literally the only snowplow kill yeah, in this movie. It's true. Yeah. <sighs> This uh, I I am already exacerbated about talking about this, and I haven't said a word about it yet. Yeah, this was a a weird one to sit through because for the longest time, we had no idea what this movie was trying to be. Literally, I no idea. Still have no idea what this movie's trying to be. It uh, it's a it's a dark comedy. I would say sure, but it doesn't show you those cards until way later. Like it kind of dances around it, like. It bluffs towards, I have a full hand of dark comedy cards here, but it it's not until kind of around the start of the third act where it's just, there's a couple of like really good jokes and you're like, oh, all right, I, okay. But it's yeah. not the kind of movie that should be a dark comedy, if that makes sense. No. Because it's about a family that gets torn apart because their son gets mixed up in a drug deal that he had nothing to do with. And dies. Maybe, maybe did not, didn't. I don't know. I don't think he did. I honestly don't. I think it was just because he worked there with the other guy. I I think it's easier to just like, I I think I can fairly succinctly describe the plot. Okay. And then realize that the movie will do everything in its power to dance around it and make it as difficult to get to this conclusion as possible. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yes, as you alluded to, Liam Neeson is a snowplow man in somewhere outside of denver he's a coxman he's a well that's his last name um but he, he drives a snowplow so he's a he's a plowsman <laughs> but uh his son works at an airport along with this other doofus who decided to get involved in i guess letting drugs through and then was just like ah, i'll sneak a, a bag they won't notice yeah. and guess what they totally noticed yep if liam neeson's son was involved in it it's it's I don't think he was. I think the implication from that guy was he had nothing to do with it. Sure. But yes, they catch him and his friend because they assume they were both in on it. Um, The friend like does a combat roll out of the car and escapes it. And they're like, oh, well, we're going to shoot Liam Neeson's son full of heroin and make it look like he died from an overdose and leave him in a park in the middle of Denver. Yep. Uh, so Liam Neeson and his wife, Laura Dern, Laura Dern. She, she's in this movie for a hot minute. Laura Dern. <laughs> um, they're like, oh, God, kid's dead. Right after he would just like receive like person of the year of shitburg, you know, Colorado, wherever the fuck they live. Keo. It's basically just like a little small uh, ski resort town outside of Denver. Yes. Um, 
but yes, he has this night where he's like, I don't like to talk to people. And then like has to do it anyway. And then next day, like son's dead. And they're like, oh no, son's dead. And he's just immediately goes into like, he wasn't a, he wasn't a druggie. I'm going to find out what happened. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. It's going to be one of those kind of somber, like when this movie starts, you're, you're thinking, okay, it's going to be like a somber. I, I, I was actually getting strong vibes of the, um, the foreigner, the Jackie Chan movie, yeah. where it was just like, oh, okay, it's a low key guy who has a regular job whose kid dies, yeah, and he's just gonna use his perhaps special set of skills he put aside to become a plowsman, um, but, <laughs> or just use the plowsman skills, yeah, sure. But then you know, and then it just becomes, oh, okay, he's doing some crime investigating. But then it it kind of starts to become wacky right away as he's offing henchmen, henchmen because they all have stupid fucking names. Mm-hmm. The first guy you come across name is Speedo, mm-hmm. and he just looks like you know euro trash henchman you know like dark beard uh, platinum blonde hair you know faux it's hawk. kind of spiky faux hawk thing you know and it's just like oh okay it's this guy like you know in some other movie he'd, he'd probably be doing parkour gun battles or something like that <laughs> um but you know it's like this guy gets off and that leads him to some other guy and it, and the kills just kind of become slightly more increasingly wacky to the point that he he almost kills somebody with a snowplow but he ends up just like killing their car yes um but, he, you know, we get our first, like, snowplow hits thing and it goes flying, you know. See, I, I would say it, it tries to show its hand that it's wacky a lot earlier. It's it's when they go to the morgue to identify their kid. Sure. And the kid is in a slab that's on the bottom level. Mm-hmm. And the film takes two minutes for the dumb guy to yeah, jack it up it, to get to yeah, where like, they can like see it. Chair. It just goes on and on. It's like a fucking David Lynch movie. It's just... Mm-hmm an old guy is going to do a thing for two minutes and you're going to love it. And it's, yeah, you're just sitting there like, what the fuck? Like, is this? Yeah. So basically he's just going through henchmen, working his way up, trying to find out who's at at the head of this, Mm -hmm. like who ordered this. Yes. Which dumb nicknamed person is in charge of this. Right. And so you never really know who they are because they're just like dumb nickname thing. And then they'll like show you a blurry, barely on screen photograph. And he's like, okay, I'm going after this guy now. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he goes after, like, there's a guy who, like, somebody in the chain of this drug empire owns, like, a wedding dress store. That's Limbo. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's weird like that. He got like his that. name from Speedo. Right. Yes. Limbo, <laughs> he got, it's like, it's like a Exodus. It's like Speedo begets Limbo. Limbo begets... Uh, Santa. Santa. <laughs> Santa, be- Santa then brings in, uh, um, what's his fucking face? Uh, uh, William Forsyth? Is that yeah. His? Yeah. Yeah. Wingman. Yeah. Wingman. Tells him to get the Eskimo. Yes, the Eskimo, the hitman. <laughs> yeah. To... So they can get Viking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So eventually he like gets the name of the top guy and, and his brother, who's also like a, a crime guy yep. back in the day, uh-huh. who's now retired, um, living in this weird ass house. Like... And his bitch ass wife. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just, it's really bizarre because then it just goes into like... Like the first act is this like solemn like okay you're setting up this personal revenge story about a guy like the, like the foreigner who may or may not have skills like yeah. the foreigner you're later like oh yeah he was in like Chinese special army right and, you know he knows, like, he's Jackie <laughs> fucking Chan yes <laughs> like, like hey just in case you the audience didn't know he knows some shit yeah and but, here it is yeah William Neeson never really like has that reveal never no. has like oh he has these special set of skills no. that are bad for people like he them. just can murder someone with his fists yeah. I mean he is kind of outdoorsy you <laughs> sure. know and handy in that way but I believe most outdoorsy people could probably punch me to death sure yeah <laughs> punching and you know it's like it makes sense that he has a couple hunting rifles because they uh-huh. mentioned going hunting with the sun because by the way like Laura Dern somewhere like as soon as he begins his cold pursuit of justice uh, you know Laura Dern is like fuck this shit I'm out yeah. and looks like she leaves him a blank note it, it is I mean like 
<laughs> it's a sealed envelope with a blank note inside. And that's the last of her. Yeah. But it's weird because she is instantly pissed at Liam Neeson mm-hmm. when the kid dies. Right. Like in the car outside the morgue, she's punching him to death. Well, she's like, yeah, she's like, oh, I guess we didn't really know him. He's like, he's, he's not a druggie. And then yeah. she's like, punch, punch, punch. Right. And then like later she wanders in with a laptop. She's like, did you know he had a Facebook page? And, and Liam Neeson doesn't say anything. He's like, did you know he had movies that he liked? And yeah. he still doesn't say anything. She's like, well, what the hell did you talk about when you went hunting? She's like, he says hunting things <laughs> and she's like ah yeah <laughs> like, what yep exactly so i don't know why so any of this is his fault but she leaves never to return yeah and then so he's free to continuing his cold pursuit yes. of justice yeah um yep. but yes eventually like okay so the hitman thing goes poorly because the hitman's like hey by the way i got hired to like kill you guy yeah, he goes to the main guy mm-hmm. and is immediately after liam neeson pays him and he's just like look this guy this is his last name he he threatened you know he he hired me to kill you mm-hmm. and i thought it would be better to come to you and tell you and, and he's basically like, he's like oh thanks for the information also where where the fuck's your loyalty yeah bam blam also it should be noted this movie every time somebody dies splashes a r.i.p card basically on the screen it's a six feet under title card that comes up for every person it shows their their character's name their dumb nickname and whatever religion they were <laughs> yeah like symbol for like uh, like arlington cemetery right. style yeah because basically what happens is after Liam Neeson murders the first three drug dealers, mm-hmm. it just becomes a spiraling out of control series of events that happens. Yeah, it's kind of like for like once you realize what the actual plot is in the second act somewhere like after Laura Dern disappears and Liam Neeson's kind of doing whatever he's doing. It kind of for a minute is like, all right, forget the good guys for a while. There's also a whole bunch of shit going on in the crime world. Yeah, because this this viking related crime group that he was going after is not the only crime group it explains like oh they took over denver but also like the native american gangsters started on the reservations basically but then some of those reservations became towns Uh and some of them got ski resorts and then they became like a place to move drugs you know and they're like ha so they they control all this so it becomes this whole other like now we're just doing a true like 90s gangster crime thing where it's like okay there here's the wacky personalities vikings got a son his son's a little weird because his dad's weird and like making him eat the special diet but his dad's a fucking mental patient yeah the lead guy viking is a fucking mental patient right <laughs> but then uh, there's also like hey let's get to know some of the henchmen because hey surprise one of the henchmen's gay for this other henchman mm-hmm. and they're talking about like taking a vacation and he's also friendly with the kid and all this weird wacky stuff and also like the the ex-wife or whatever will pop back in and that's an awkward thing yeah Liam Neeson sets these events into motion but then isn't really a part of the most of the rest of the killings that happen like most of the second act because I mean there is a whole bevy of henchmen they're like hey get to know these guys because there's another dude who's just like hey I fuck a lot of chicks like I hit on every waitress and I've got the scheme when I go to the hotel room I I put the clean room thing on and hang a $20 bill on my dick and see what happens and it's like wow this guy's delightful and <laughs> and you know it's See, like at first i thought he was just talking about the 20 dollar thing you do when you go to vegas and you're just like hey upgrade me here's 20 dollars oh, okay and i was just like well yeah that's a thing that works but then he was just like look hang a 20 dollar bill on your dick invite the maid in and 31 percent of the time it works every time <laughs> pretty much yes <laughs> and his management buddy is like those aren't good odds yeah <laughs> also i don't think there's 31 maids in the country you would want to fuck and he's 
like, eh, it's $20. What are you going to do? Yep. It's like, it's a weird Tarantino knockoff 90s movie for a while. Mm-hmm. Because but like then said, those conversations do pay off in a way. Sort of, yeah. But it's just like, hey, let's get to know all the henchmen on both sides. Yeah. Because also it's like, hey, here's some mild characteristics of the Native American and, you know, uh, gangster dudes. And mm-hmm. it's just like, okay. And... Also, like, you know, the weird mental patient, like other gangster, I, you know, whatever affiliation you would call him. It's, uh-huh. it's a it's a it's not a like a it's not an ethnic gangster group. It's just like, hey, we're drug dealers and whatever goes right. except for, you know, the other one, the, the Native American group. Uh-huh. But it's like this dude's obviously fairly racist, too. Yeah. Um, plus, he lives in this weird fucking house. So like the whole time I was just like, oh, great. He lives in a Frank Lloyd right wing house. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah, but mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. so because he's just like he will have these speeches where he's just like, oh, the fucking Indians and, and have these speeches. It's like, wow, really? In a like 2018, 19 movie. OK, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But even that sort of pays off because then they're like, there's this whole thing where at a certain point they're like, oh, we murdered like that guy's son. But it wasn't really them at all who did this. So like they there just becomes this whole back and forth of like there's a really dumb series of events that begins this gang war between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they send a messenger. Well, first he kills like the, the his one henchman's lover guy, chops his head off and puts it in a box and basically sends it over to to the Native American uh, gangsters. And is like, hey, sorry about this. This is the guy that did it. Yep. He, we didn't order him to do this. Here's a peace offering. And they're just like, well, fuck this shit. Shoot the messenger, too. Mm-hmm. They literally shoot the messenger. Yeah. But then there's a, a joke that, like, they're like, well, clean this up. And they're like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then eventually, like, let the fucking India do it. And they have an actually Indian guy guy from India on their on their group. <laughs> and it's like, so it even, like, pays off that weird, like, late latter-day racism bullshit for some strange reason. It was at that point where I was like, all right, I get it. <laughs> yeah. I get what you're doing, movie. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But I, I laughed at that for a minute. <laughs> but ultimately it just becomes like, okay, so they murder like William Forsyth because they got his name and yeah. he gives this whole thing of like he's trying to cover for his brother Liam Neeson and it's just which we didn't know right away that they were brothers no. until like later it was just like, Oh yeah, they have the same last name. Coxman. Yeah. Um <laughs> Which is actually the chief of police in town explains to his deputy Emma Ross. Oh, Emmy Rossum. Yeah, yeah, that uh, that means that you're a master of cocks. <laughs> like, like, why Emmy Rossum shows up? I I don't know. This is another weird thing. It's just like they get certain cast members that like that is such a not nothing inconsequential part. Yeah, in, that, in this movie, that, the police end up meaning nothing. Yeah, in they this mean at all. Like, it's I recognize one of the like the the older chief of police who's like the cool guy. He's been in he's stuff. he's been in a bunch of stuff. He was in Gotham. He was like one of the crime lords in Gotham and mm-hmm. all this stuff. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Yep. But it's just like. They're just like, hey, man, weed's legal in Colorado. What are you going to do? And she's like, but justice and stuff. And he's just like, chill. We're a fucking ski resort town. It's like people come here to ski, fucking smoke reefer. You know, like you need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. Um, And she's just like, justice. And that's like her character. Basically, that's that's it. And then she believes in justice. Also, she goes in some dude and like on the in the FBI in Denver or some shit. It's like there's some guy who's feeding her information periodically. Yeah. But they weave in and out of the movie. It basically means nothing. Just occasionally like. Oh, I think they're on to Liam Neeson. It's like, no, it's just they never are. Yeah, they never are. <laughs> but eventually, because because they shot uh, the the dude's uh, lover, you know, in 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 that whole thing, he basically calls the Native American tribe guys and is like, hey, he feeds them the information that leads to the they, they're going to be here, shootout. and it's like that's because like they're like fuck it we're gonna we're gonna kidnap the kid because they they shot our kid yeah son for um, a son but then liam neeson's like i'm gonna i'm gonna kidnap the kid so it just becomes this whole thing of like he gets the kid takes him back to his place and then they're basically just end up at his snowplow place mm-hmm. for the big crazy like 
shootout thing that happens. Yeah. And this is when you think Liam Neeson is going to just get in a snowplow and murder them all. Hmm. He doesn't do that. No. Nope. Uh, he does, towards the end, get in one and just rams a car with it and mm-hmm. then gets out of it yep. and goes and gets into a plow thing that we've never seen before, which strips a, he yoinks a tree out of the ground and strips it down and then stabs a car with it. The yep. main dude's car, Viking, yep. who can't then go anywhere because he's been planted. <laughs> mm-hmm. And... <laughs> And then that allows that dude to get shot by the another guy. And then that's it for Liam Neeson, kind of pretty much in this. He's just he's just there at the end. Yeah, he just gets back in his plow and like drives away and like leaves the kid behind because like there was this whole other weird thing where like they bond and like the kid's like, Oh, you're actually not a mental patient. Yeah, you my know, dad's like, crazy. You're yeah, fine. You like, ever heard of Stockholm Central? Yeah, <laughs> I think like... I I think I fucking love you, Liam. I want to be your Liam Neeson. Can we cuddle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, mm, I yeah. don't know. It's weird, but yeah, he he drives away, and the the head uh, Native American dude, yeah, just, just hitched a ride on there. And yeah, it's he's, just like keep yeah, at first was just like I'm gonna shoot you, and then he's just like, oh, you're just the plow guy. Yeah. Okay, well, oh well, cool. I'm, I'm gonna do my route. Yeah, and it just ends with like you know, he's just driving through the night in his snowplow doing his thing, mm-hmm. and then stops to like plow the main road, and the guy wakes up for a second, like, what are you doing? What are you gonna do? And he's like, my job. Yep, and just gets out and starts plowing it, and it's like there's this like weird like you know. Colorado sunset thing where it's just like oh look how beautiful it is and it's this moment like the the dude puts his gun down and it's like oh we're existing and mm-hmm. there was a whole other weird <laughs> we didn't even talk about all of the weird like little subplot things with the henchmen and whatnot but there were there the, was the a- Native American henchmen go up to the the ski resort mm-hmm. and they're they're trying to at first, first off, they're first off we have to say the ski resort is fucking weird <laughs> literally. Everything is fur co- covered, including the, the computers, the front desk, the <laughs> computers for the front desk, the phones, the egg chairs. Everything is fucking fur covered. It's weird. And there's someone brushing it. And mm-hmm. it's strange and dumb. But anyway, so this this gang of Native Americans comes up and they're like, we need some rooms. And she's like, oh, but you need a reservation. And the guy is just fucking glaring at her. And she's like, no, you need a reservation. And he's just like, he's and like, then she's excuse like, excuse me. And he's, she's like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. You needed to book in advance. <laughs> and there are no rooms. And he's like, do you know what I could do to you? Well, he's, he's like, well, he's like, <laughs> well, what I heard was you need to go back to your reservation. Yeah. And we're not going to serve you. Right. Do you have any idea what I could do to you? On oh, Yelp. <laughs> yes. So yes, they <laughs> they set him up with rooms and also give him ski passes for the next day, which just leads to like they're literally having a fucking snowball fight. Like he, yeah, they're just standing out on the mountain watching people ski, <laughs> going, "This is the best." Yeah, and one dude is just like, "I'm gonna parachute off this mountain because it's what you do when you're at the ski lodge," and he just parachutes out of this out of the movie mm-hmm. for the most part. You're like, "Okay, we'll see that dude." And we were kind of joking, it's like, "What is that dude just gonna fly back in here at the end and like be the person who stops this battle or whatever?" But no, it's like. With 30 seconds left, you just see him off in the distance, and then he kind of swoops around and crashes right into the front of the snowplow to where he is just ripped to chunks and strewn out of the <laughs> the thing the snowplow blows the snow out of, yep. and that's the fucking end of the movie. <laughs> yep, he gets shatterstarred. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's the damnedest thing. I, it's... Yeah. See, if this was the 90s, I would fully expect everything this movie is doing. Yeah. Because I would just be like, okay, it's one of these. Mm-hmm. But it's 2019. It is. Yep. <laughs> uh, movies just don't do this stuff anymore. They sure don't. Especially Liam Neeson movies. Yep. And it's so strange that everyone on the planet was just like, oh, he's a snowplow driver looking for revenge. Okay, I know what that movie is. Give it to me. 
And it doesn't. It's not that. It's not, no. not that at all. Now, to be fair, this is a remake. This this director uh, made this movie in 2014 mm-hmm. uh, in whatever native language that he is a part of. Uh, I don't know if it's from Denmark or Finland you're, you're or gonna, Sweden. You're going to make me look this up. Am I? Uh, yeah, because I'm curious. Okay. It's Norwegian. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, one of those Scandinavian snow countries where it makes sense to do this. And it's called In Order of Disappearance there. Right. Which is what they do with the cast at the end of this movie. Yeah, everyone gets thanos at the end. <laughs> right. Um, so it's an existing thing uh, that they just, someone said, hey, remake that for American audiences. And like I said, you think you know what this is going to be. And it ain't ever. Nope. Ever. It is, it is not at all. Ah. Now, what does that mean for your enjoyment of it, Mr. Chuck? Well, I finally, for the longest time, I was like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what to think of it. I don't know what to rate it. I have no idea. I think that, like I said, there was a point where he the the Native Americans make the joke of make the Indian do it. And it's a guy from India. And the way they linger on that guy feeling like he has just been dealt <laughs> a full hand of racism. <laughs> it, it, that 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 joke, for whatever reason, worked. And from that point on, it's just like the the threat to use Yelp on that lady after the reservation comment and all of these things. I was like, all right, fine. I can recommend I can recommend that you maybe watch this movie as a total just what the fuck experience like what is this because even after we've described it to you Mm -hmm. if you sit down to watch it right now you are still going to sit there and go what in the fuck like yeah we really undersold this yeah it it, that quality is very high you just have to understand this is not liam neeson getting mad and driving his snowplow through things it is not that movie at all put that movie out of your head also it's not fargo if you know like snow you're like oh it's gonna be fargo yeah no it's not no it's the things that you think it's going to be. It's not. And as you're watching it, you're not going to be able to nail down what it is. And even after it's over, you're probably not going to really know quite how you feel about it. I'm going to give it a jocks because I'm saying you should watch it. It's a what the fuck experience. I think that for the most part, the performances are fine. I think the way everything ends up is OK. Uh, there are some jokes in it that eventually once your body processes that these are jokes and maybe you should laugh at them. I was okay with. So I, I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed the, the communal. What are we doing here? What is this? What are we watching? What are we experiencing? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not ashamed to admit. I want the Liam Neeson killing people with a snowplow movie. I, you know, up until the later part of this movie, I was like, okay, he's going to drive through the ski lodge. He's going to drive through the fucking drug dealer's house. That's why we're spending so much time in these locations. No, none of that. Um, but I can't fault it for what it's not because it was my own fault for deciding what it was. Sure. No one said that's what it was. It was just we all well, decided. I mean, okay, the plot summary that I <laughs> usually read on other things right. uh, is a grieving snowplow driver seeks out revenge against the drug dealers who killed his son. Yeah. You're like... And well, who does it star? Liam Neeson? Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> I know what that is. Get in the snowplow and right. run over some fools. Right. Yeah. And it's a Lionsgate movie. So, of course, you know exactly what the fuck it is. But it's not. It ain't that. No. So, one jocks. You should check it out and be bewildered. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I agree that you may be bewildered, but um, I found this movie exhausting. <laughs> like, I, I, 
we we suffered through the post Tarantino copycat phase. Uh-huh. You know, there, there there are some okay things among that bunch. In fact, I jokingly, even before this movie turned into one of them, I, I like after the first kill, before it got completely wacky. Now, granted, there was the you know uh, raising of the coffin thing, but I thought that was just an anomaly of like, okay, here's a weird little moment. Right, but. Then when it started getting really wacky, I referenced things to do in Denver when you're dead. And this mm-hmm. is more like, you know, people to kill in Denver when you're, you know, your son's dead. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, but this one just didn't work for me in okay. some way. This one felt forced and weird. I mean, I I appreciate that people are going for it. Like, I mean, the Viking dude is absolutely nuts and it's kind of entertaining to watch him from time to time. But at the same time, by the end, I was just like... This is one of the things like, okay, I get I get being a nut job, you know, for for funsies like, you know, like I, I love Gary Oldman and the professional and stuff like that. But in this situation, you're like, how the fuck did this guy raise to this position and how anyone's actually listening to him? Someone would have taken him out. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't be that nutball and yeah. just be like, uh, yeah, we're all still with you, boss. Yeah, because like yeah. all the henchmen are just like, don't worry about a kid. You're cool. And your yeah. dad's a fucking mental patient. Here, right. Have a cookie. You yep, know? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> So like I I just I I was I was struggling to find joy in this like I kept kind of wanting to because I was like oh okay this is gonna get wacky and weird mm-hmm. okay you know maybe this is a, a fake out like slow setup to like it's all somber and everything and then it's gonna get wackier and wackier by the end but it it kind of does kind of doesn't it's it's always it's always too closely skirting that line where yeah. it's like you have these like shots where it's you know, pensive, like, what have I done? There's, there's a weird moment. Like we're all like, we were talking about the, they get the free passes and they're having like their snow day at the, at the, at the playing, you know, up on the mountain. Yeah. Up on the mountain, like throwing snowballs and the guys, one guy's standing there watching somebody skiing. And then like all of a sudden he like screams and yeah. like desperation. And it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it's like, I, he's up there just having fun. Like, Hey man, these people are skiing and this is awesome. And then that joy turns to just, my uh, son is dead. Yeah, it yeah. just turns to pain and rage, and you're just like, "Oh, all right, well." Hmm. Yeah, yeah. This this movie just is is too really just really all over the place. Like it, it I I get being a little schizophrenic in you know your your pacing or whatever, but this one's just like, "All right, is it somber? Is it sad? Are we supposed to have fun?" Like this is just this is like not even an emotional roller coaster, but just a a tonal roller coaster. Right. And I I just I wasn't with it. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, I'm gonna give it a single bag. It, like right. it didn't. It didn't super offend me. I just like, I'm like, nah, you can skip this. Like realize it, it, you know, if you want to see something kind of what the fuckness, especially after a, a long string of, I mean, okay, back that up. Remember Liam Neeson fights the wolves movie? The gray. Uh, the gray. Yeah. yeah. So like everyone was like, okay, it's going to be taken, but with wolves. And that movie's kind of like, <laughs> you know, it's a little slower and it's not, it's not that, you right. know, it, it's mostly like survival. It's, it's, it's kind of like one third of, um, uh, the the revenant you know it's like it's, it's just it's mostly like oh it's cold and sh- it's shitty and we're we're gonna die yeah and also there's also the threat of wolves and then it like the last 10 minutes is like okay here's your liam neeson versus wolf shit that you've been waiting for you know so right yeah like like that one's that one's just you know uh, that one feels more like a an honest like uh yeah we snuck this in here it's not exactly what you want in that post taken liam neeson thing but this one's just like this feels like one of those like man you just straight up lied to me like you were like He's a snowplow driver who wants revenge, and it's like that's the way you sold this. Fuck you for selling this movie. This I mean, way. both those things are true. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but it just your brain instant because 
even when the Liam Neeson movies have a bit of a different thing going on, the commuter, for example, is way better than a lot of the other ones. Mm -hmm. It's still about Liam Neeson doing a thing where he is going to end up murdering people because he is mad. Well, I mean, this is this is this might be a little more. I don't know what right word is. This is a little more heady, I think, because like, okay, so a lot of what we watch, we watch a lot of these 80s direct to video, Mm -hmm. you know, cash in kind of movies. And I think the benefit that we have is like is time and distance. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we watched uh, whatever um, the fuck was the movie that was like the direct predator ripoff. Oh, a Robo War. Robo War. Okay. Uh-huh. So we watch Robo War. I laughed. I'm like, this is funny. This is like, com- you know, a complete ripoff of Predator. Uh-huh. At the time, even though that's like almost like a, a cheap knockoff shot for shot thing. Okay. A better example would be like us with, um, God damn it. What is wrong with my brain? I don't know. Uh, <sighs> hardware. Okay. Okay. Hardware. Yeah. Hardware is a good example. Like, if they had sold hardware, like if you saw a trailer for hardware while you were watching Robot Jocks the year before, and you're like, "Fuck yeah!" Here's another like killer robot movie. I'm gonna go watch that. Mm-hmm. And it, and and they shot that trailer in a way that it was like, "Look, you're watching Robot Jocks. This is from the same company that brought your Robot Jocks." I don't think it is, but you're like, "This is gonna be another Robot Jocks," and you're like, "Fuck yeah, I'm in." And then you show up and it's hardware, and you'd be like, <laughs> "What the fuck? You your your marketing lied to me." Right. This is this is something that I feel like while we didn't watch a trailer. There is a certain expectation in 2019 of like you say Liam Neeson is a snowplow driver who is out for revenge for his son. You're like, my brain immediately has assumed the plot of this movie. I know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> and so by not like being you know not being more forthcoming with the fact that like no th- disregard that mm-hmm. <laughs> and and prepare yourself for this other thing. I feel like maybe it would like what I'm saying is Cold Pursuit is a thing that like in 20 years when you have lost your reference to that there was a point in time in Liam Neeson's career that he was Mr. Revenge Man right. just slightly past his prime uh-huh. you're like oh okay well let's watch this movie wow this is a weird fucking like you know 90s nostalgia trip mm-hmm. like 20 years later mm-hmm. you know this is you know I think you might could enjoy this a little bit more like in where you know right now this was so counter to expectation that I'm like hmm no, I, I think the casting does this movie a disservice. I think yeah. you could probably cast anyone else in Liam Neeson's role because it doesn't really call for what Liam Neeson does right. today. Also, well, like I said, it's it's sort of like doing something like hiring Al Pacino. The audience has a certain expectation of the performance that you're going to get. Like, oh, I'm going to watch Al Pacino half-heartedly pretend to be this other person, right? If it, if he's playing a historical figure, and or he's just going to be shouting a lot, <laughs> and then you know you show up and like it's Al Pacino just like doing a, a you know, a Rain Man thing, like now, mm-hmm. or you know, like like just like yeah, you know, I'm going to do a completely counter like to my performance kind of thing. Like now, you'd be like, huh? Well, okay, Bravo for going against type, but like at a certain point. A time I was expecting Al Pacino for this part here. <laughs> yeah. You know, there did come a time after Scent of a Woman, let's mm-hmm. say, where it was like, oh, OK. Yeah, this is the new Pacino. This I'm is here the for new this. Standard. Yeah. Yeah. And when you didn't get it, you're like, hey, yeah, I want that. Well, the original, <laughs> the inner order of disappearance has Stellan Skarsgård in it. Oh, okay. which he's kind of a chameleon. Like, you know, you yeah. don't like put Stellan Skarsgård in a movie and be like, well, I know what I'm in for. You know, yeah, I, no, no, I have no idea what I'm in for. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know, whatever. Like, you know, like, you know, he might be extra slubby or maybe he'll you know, be the love interest. I don't know. Like this movie could go any different way. <laughs> he might be extra slubby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Which in this movie would be a nickname. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I just like 
casting Liam Neeson in 2019 is sort sort of like you are setting your audience up for the wrong expectation yeah. if you're going to deliver this weird ass movie. Yeah. Is, is what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this could have this could could have and should have been any other of that age Liam Neeson person who has attempted to do Liam Neeson like movies. Like put Kevin Costner in there. Mm-hmm. Kevin Costner could probably beat up the first three guys with his fists and then just sit back and the rest of the things happen and he's just like, huh. Yeah, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. he's tried a couple of these Liam Neeson things, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a strange movie. I just like I said, right now I was I was not with it. It didn't super offend me as based on my rating. It's just like right. I'm like, man, I, this movie kind of gave me a little bit of a headache by the time it was over. It's like just, but like just figure o- out a tone. Official things like the IMDb don't do it any service because the three genres it puts it in is action, crime, and drama. And that immediately makes your brain go, uh-huh, okay, I got it. And it's just like, no, but jokes. This yeah. movie is, you need to put comedy in there, too, because it's something, for whatever reason, it's trying to do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah I mean, I, it has more comedy than it has action, really. I mean, pretty there, much, yeah. There's, there's an, I mean, there are a number of, like... A lot of the kills happen in between shots. Yeah, or there's, like, there's off-screen kills, or they'll just flash to the RAP card. Yeah. You know, it's, like, it, it's weird. There is, like, some some spats of like true, true straight up violence in the early parts. Like, you know, he saws off this hunting rifle and then just like bashes a dude with like the part where the butt's supposed to be. And it's like, you hear teeth cracking uh-huh. and crumbling. And, he, and then he yeah. puts what's left of the barrel in the dude's mouth and says, tell me about Santa. <laughs> yeah. There's some weird stuff. Oh, and there's the part where Liam Neeson is going to murder himself after his son dies. Oh yeah. There's like, that. Like he has, <laughs> he has his rifle and he's like sitting in his, 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 uh, plowing company yeah. office or whatever 20 and, minutes into the movie takes a swig of russian vodka <laughs> yeah and like puts like the entire sight into his mouth to which like you know whatever his fuck his name was uh the other guy who worked dante, with his son yeah. yeah dante the other drug dealer dude was like shows up all beaten and having jumped out of a car and yeah. it's just like it's not my fault right to which he literally pulls the gun barrel out of a mouth which they give like a <laughs> you know like a literal like he tries pop. he tries to talk to him first with the gun still in his mouth and then slowly pulls it out to which it makes this fleshy kind of bleh, you know and mm-hmm. it's like yep it's weird yep. all around it was but. at that right then you and i were like what in the fuck movie what are you doing like at first you're thinking did you just not ha- do another take it was mm-hmm. it and you just stayed with the- yeah it's it's constantly weird for yeah, weird it, sake really it's constantly weird that is the <laughs> that is the right description yeah uh, so I, you could, you know, I mean, that's the other thing is like, it's, it's very hard to have comedy and drama together. I mean, unless you're like just doing like a sincere, like slice of life thing, like when you're doing a weird, like nobody can relate mm-hmm. to the series. Of, I, I hope many people can't relate to the series of events in this movie. Right. So like, I, again, if I was stripping a genre, I might take drama out because it's more of a comedy. Like the, the drama bits are completely always punctuated by like, ah, not really important. Like Lord Dern left, left him with a blank note. You know, like, okay. Yeah. Like, if that's intentional, that wasn't just like a, 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 a prop flub, you know, like, you know. Like, no, that was intentional. Yeah, that's she what was I mean. Just, she was just so completely Over blase it. about everything that was happening. She was just mm-hmm. like, I'm leaving and I can't even be bothered to tell you why. <laughs> yeah, like I said. You know why, because you don't know our son's favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Laura Dern, more like lack of concern. <laughs> yes, that is what she said. Yeah, it's huh. dumb. Yeah. So this movie kind of... <laughs> Your mileage may vary. Yeah, I'll just I'll I'll say that, and you can you, go either way with our recommendation on this. You mm-hmm. can either skip it or you can watch it, but just know it's not what you think it is. Nope, that's what you need to know. Yes. Anyway, yeah, we've rambled about this enough. We did. 
Um, Thank you, patrons. Yeah. On patreon.com slash bmfcast. Right. Uh, you're getting this episode when it's relevant, like when it's cold. And um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, sure, in the Southern Hemisphere, in which case, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Drop us some money. You know, any, any money gets you in to being able to vote. Yeah. Except for occasionally like this, when we're like, hey, it's it's coming up the end of 2019. We should watch a 2019 movie because it's part of our cram session. And we thought maybe Liam Neeson murdering people with the snowplow would be good. Sure. We thought it might be our geostorm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, we, but we were wrong. So, uh, <laughs> but otherwise, normally you get, a, you get to vote the poll at any level. Any kind of donation level gets you that and early access to this. Ep- uh, this. Otherwise, it, it drops out into the main feed a long time after. Six months from now when yeah. it's cold in the Southern Hemisphere. Right. You'll be like, oh, now it's time to listen to cold pursuit. yeah but don't do that no yeah get, get it when it's relevant yeah plus you know there are other there are other tiers and other things we, we do some other bonus yep. stuff we out, sure out do there, so yeah there's yeah. lots of stuff you'll enjoy it mm-hmm. uh yeah so thanks guys uh we will come back next week with another one of these secret things we've got one more 2019 movie we can cram in mm. before the cram session ends mm. yeah so uh the poll will resume two weeks from now Unless, of course, you're listening later, which who the hell knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be back next week with another mystery movie. And until then, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra out. Mm-hmm.